Turn with me to Psalms chapter 103. I'm going to read uh, this whole chapter if my throat can hold out. I believe we can. It's not all that long. Psalms 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Now I want you all to really listen to these words tonight. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life from destructions? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles? The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known His ways unto Moses, His acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will He keep His anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is His mercy toward them that fear Him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath He removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear Him. For He knoweth our frame, He remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall... Know it no more, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear Him, and His righteousness unto children's children. To such as keep His covenant, and to those that remember His covenants to do them. The Lord hath prepared His throne in heavens, and His kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye His angels that excel in strength, that do His commandments, hearkening unto the voice of His word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye hosts, ye ministers of His that do His pleasure. Bless the Lord, all His works in all places of His dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. I titled the message, Scriptures of Praise. You know, it seems like we spend a whole lot of time looking through Scriptures to find something that will help us. But you know, what I want to point out to you tonight is that even though the Word is there for, for your benefit, it's there to help you. And, and if you're seeking guidance and wisdom, that that is a good place to go. But I want you to know that, that that's not all the Scriptures are about. And, and I think we need to spend a little time seeking out Scriptures of praise. We need to understand that, listen, the Scriptures tell us about God's character. And it tells us a little something about Him that you may not already know. So the next time you're feeling down and out, instead of looking for something to help you, look to something that's going to bring praise and honor to God. Because the thing about the way this thing works called Christianity is it does the things of this world don't apply to it. And, you know, the things of this world, as I've told you before, when you take something away, you're left without. When you give something to somebody, you're left with less than what you had. 
But the way the the Christian life works is when you give something to God, more is given to you. And when you begin to worship and praise Him, and you commit some of these scriptures to memory, you will be strengthened in return. <clears throat> There are scriptures that talk about how great God is and tell of all of His wonderful characteristics as we just read here. We as humans are bad about being concerned about ourselves. You know, the a lot of the time we spend in the Bible is, is trying to find something that will answer questions we have or to find something that will somehow enlighten us and and help us in our life. But you know, if you look in the book of Psalms especially, you'll see the biggest majority of that Scripture is David talking about how great God is. He's talking about how, how His mercy endures forever and how... And you know, as we just read there, how He's withholding the, the punishment that He deserves. You know, those are good things. It may not necessarily answer your question about some uh, problem you have in life, but what it will do is when you encounter a problem and you can remember a Scripture that talks about the mercy of God and, and how awesome God is and how great His strength is and, and His endless capacity of, of wealth. Those kind of things then build you up. You know, I don't think we spend enough time praising God. We know, you know, He's, He's worth every minute of it. Everything that you can, you can think of, Every minute that you can take out of your day to spend worshiping God doesn't add up to enough according to what He's worth. Because of what He's done for you and what He's going to do for you, we owe it to Him. I'm always excited to find a, a fresh way to praise God. You know, whether it be through uh, some new song I've heard or or another scripture I found in the Word here that speaks about Him that I've never seen before. I'm always excited when I find one of those. Do you? Did you know that you can find joy worshiping God? Do you understand that? Do you understand that that praise and worship is is not always just about giving it to God? It's also going to bring joy to you because. When you speak to the fact that God is good and His mercy endures forever, I don't know about you, but something happens inside of me when I talk about how wonderful God is and how great and mighty He is. It tells me a little bit about myself also because I'm reminded then of who I am in Christ. I I know I'm one of His children and because He's so great and mighty, because He's so awesome and, and has such unlimited capacity in every area, that's, that tells me a little bit more about me. It tells me also how important I am to Him. Now I'm not trying to exalt myself tonight. I want you to understand though that, that God cares about each one of us to the, to the degree that we're important to Him. And when you talk about how great and mighty God is, 
But yet he still takes time to to care about Jerry. He still takes time to care about Cleon. He cares about each one of us enough that that it doesn't matter how much terrible sin we've we've committed in our life. He still has enough mercy and grace to cover that up. Because He loves us so much. Now, you know, that's worthy of praise. When you talk about a God like that, He's worthy of praise. I'm going to read you another Scripture. This is one that I've memorized. And you know, you can say what you want to about memorizing Scripture. But I'm going to tell you something. When, when you have Scripture committed to memory, and I don't have that many of them memorized, and very few of them I can actually tell you where they are off the top of my head. But when you've got one committed to memory... I don't know what the difference is. But when you can quote that thing backwards and forwards and you know it, there's something powerful in that. There's power in the Word of God. Do you understand that? It's not just in the written words on those pages. But there's power in this Word because it comes from the Father up above. This is what Jesus is made up of, is these words. There's power in it. Now, Psalms chapter 27. I'm just going to read you verses 1 through 3. This is just an example of what I'm talking about that you need to find. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. I'm going to read verse 4 also. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. Now, I don't know about y'all, but when I read that, that first verse especially where he says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You know, that that right there sums up what I want to explain to you tonight. What I want to get across is, look, the Lord is your light and salvation. He's the one that is the source of everything that you are. Who is there to be afraid of? You know, there's another Scripture over in the New Testament. Once again, I can't tell you right where it's at right now, but it says, if God be for us, who can be against us? This is the God we serve. This is the one that we need to be seeking out some Scriptures of praise about. Because, listen, when you have nothing else, when you're at the bottom of, of the well and you're at the end of your rope, And you can quote a scripture that says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though in hosts should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Now when you can say that from from your heart, because you know the Word, you've got it in your mind, nobody can take it away from you then. 
When you can say that at your lowest point, it's going to bring you up a notch or two, I promise you. I've used that Scripture I don't know how many times. I don't know how many times I've been to a point I thought I could see no light. But I begin to quote that Scripture and listen. All of a sudden, there's hope. Because what did I just tell you a while ago? That Word is Jesus. If if you can't find no hope there, where are you going to find it? That is where your hope should be. Now listen, that Scripture, especially the first verse, is all about God. It didn't say anything about me until He talks about God is my light and my salvation. That's praise to God. You can't go to that Scripture looking for some answer to your problem. But listen, I guarantee you, it will help you get out of some problems. Because it will supply your need when you didn't think there was a way. It will begin to strengthen you and lift you up. I myself, as most of you here will probably say, I'm nothing other than the fact that I am a child of God. Now you, you think about that. I'm nothing. I couldn't be up here talking to y'all tonight if it wasn't for the, the Word of God working through me. It's, it's not me. There ain't nothing I could get up here and tell you that would be of any consequence. But the Word of God is what enables us. Other than the fact that I'm a child of God, and, and like I told you all ago, because He's so great and mighty, because He's so awesome, what does the Word say? It says that we are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We're, we are His brothers through the Spirit. Man, that's awesome. When you know that you have that kind of position, I'm not trying to, to brag or, or exalt myself in some manner thinking I've done something because it's not me. God reached down and pulled me up. It wasn't something I did. The only thing I did was say, God, please, please help me. That's the only thing I did. I admitted that I'm nothing and, and surrendered to Him. But, the grace of God. Man, let me tell you all something about the grace of God. What does grace mean? I know we've talked about it before. Grace is not... I mean, I'm sorry. Grace is giving you what you don't deserve. Man, I don't understand that. I don't understand how God could be that good. It just baffles me. When I look at at all the sin in my life, I mean, even to this day, I'm I'm still a sinner. I'm a wretched sinner. Do you you see that? I am still, even to this day, I'm still a sinner. Until I leave this life and I'm, I'm transformed into that new body. I'm still a sinner. Oh, but for the grace of God, because of that grace... I don't know how else to say that. It's just His His wonderful, awesome grace. Now why am I telling you all this tonight? I'm telling you because, listen, there comes a time when it doesn't matter what kind of advice somebody gives you. It don't matter if you know the answer to the problem sometimes. 
Sometimes the answer to the problem is not enough. Sometimes you can know the very thing you need to do to fix the problem, but you can't do it. Sometimes you've got to just depend on something outside of yourself. And listen, sometimes I don't even know how to pray. But there's one thing I know how to do. I know how to praise and worship. I know how to how to remember some of those scriptures that offer up praise. Listen, if it's good enough for David, it's good enough for me. That that stuff came straight from the heart of David. We can I can begin to open my mouth and praise God. And all of a sudden, even if I don't see circumstances change, I feel things change in my heart. I feel like somebody just showed up on the scene. Y'all ever seen a movie where somebody was in trouble and maybe somebody was attacking them and all of a sudden a cop showed up and and the, the crook ran off? You know, they felt a moment of relief and joy, I'm sure. And I felt that many times when I begin to... Like I said before, I'm just at the end of my rope. I don't know what to do. And I begin to praise God because I don't have anything else left. But I know I can praise God. All of a sudden, it's just like somebody shows up. There's relief. because Why? Because I've turned it over to God. I've allowed Him to now carry it. I've given it to Him. and, And in the meantime, no matter what my circumstances look like, I'm going to go ahead and praise God anyway because He's worthy of praise. Even if whatever particular situation is I'm in, all goes to pot. Even if I lose my life, He's still worthy of my praise. It doesn't matter. What, there's a song, I can't think of the song right now, it says, Though all hell assail me, I shall not be moved. That's it. Though all hell assail me, it doesn't matter what comes against me, I'm still going to praise God. Because if He did nothing else from this point forward, what He's done in the past is worthwhile. One other thing I want to point out to you, me and Brother Jack talked a little bit about this after church today. The more I learn about God, the more I understand about his power and his, like I've already told you, the many different characteristics of God, the, you know, just how awesome he is. But the more I understand about his power over Satan and how weak Satan is compared to him, the more I understand that, the more I know about him, the more I'm reassured of. My place in that whole situation. Now, listen. I've talked to y'all about this a few times. And I'm sure you're probably tired of hearing it. Like I said a while ago, you're a child of God. You have, you have a certain place above others. Look, I prefer my children over somebody else's because they're mine. And when it comes down to it, I'm going to give preference to my children before I give them to somebody else. That's just the way it is. They're my children. My children. I would expect nothing less from any of y'all. 
You're a child of God. Understand what that means. I want you to really just dig down right now. Open up your mind. Hear what I'm telling you. Because you are a child of God. You have power through the name of Jesus Christ over Satan. That's important. It's very important. Because all Satan's going to do is try to tell you the opposite. He's going to try, he's going to remind you of stuff God don't even remember anymore because you've been forgiven of it. But Satan's going to remind you. He's going to tell you you're worthless. He's going to tell you you're sorry. He's going to tell you you ain't got no business doing what you're doing. But all you've got to do is remind him of what was done on the cross. The battle has already been won. You understand that? We're just waiting till that time comes. The battle is over. There's going to come a day when He's going to be put in His place. It's just a matter of time. But, it, you know, we don't have to be casualties. We don't have to be beaten down. Listen, if I had my choice right now, I'd probably be at home. But I refuse to let Satan beat me this week. I'm not going to let him do it. I don't have I don't have to put up with it. I still have some effects from from sicknesses and things like that. I ain't going to tell you that you're never going to be sick again. But listen, you don't have to allow him to attack you. You don't have to just stand there and take it when he attacks you, because you're a child of God. Understand that you're a child of God. You're a child of the God. The Most High, God Almighty, El Shaddai, El Elyon. Do y'all know what that means? It means God Almighty. I can't remember exactly what El Elyon means right now, but it's good, let me tell you. (laughs) I can look it up for you later on. (laughs) But it's good stuff. Man, you, you need to you need to remember that come Wednesday when when you've had enough of what Satan has to give you. you need to, oh yeah, I'm a child of God. I don't have to put up with this. You can just say, Satan, get thee behind me. What does the word say? Because he that is in you is greater. Oh, is he greater? Let me tell you, he's greater than he that's in the world. 